You're listening to Quantum Childhood, a Tales from the Loop actual play podcast presented by Geek at Arms. My name is Brian, I'll be the Game Master. Let's introduce our players. Well, hi, I'm Jacob. I play Kevin, the popular kid, who's like 13 or something. My character's name is Billy Jacobs. He's a 14-year-old troublemaker. And uh, my name is James. I'm John. I play Joe Mar Smith. I'm the rocker kid, about 14 years old. Uh, I am Jacob, not the same one, and I play Cody the Hick. This is episode 5 of the Four Seasons of Mad Science, Grown-Up Attraction, part 2. When we left, you guys were at Mike Warren's house. He had given you the access code for the maintenance tunnels. And I'm also giving giving you a schematic that one of you should have on your character sheet. I think it's Billy because he was doing all of the charming. Nope. It wasn't Billy. It must've been. I have it. Aha. You have it. So that is worth a extra die roll for navigation in the tunnels. Okay. And I don't remember what time of day it was when you uh, finished up with that, but we're going to go ahead and say that uh, it was close enough to evening that, you didn't want to venture back out at night so that we get a chance to have uh first of all, if Billy wants to have a scene with his grandmother to get rid of his condition and second to get Kevin involved. Oh yeah. Now, Kevin, you were not part of the initial part of this mystery because your uncle died recently oh. and your whole family was in, was in Flagstaff for the funeral. Now, your dad has stayed behind. Your, your mom and dad have stayed behind in Flagstaff because your dad's the executor of the will. So they sent you back with Chuck. And was it Sarah? Is that your sister's name? Yeah, it's my sister. You, Chuck, and Sarah came back to Boulder City so that you could uh, have a have a day before you had to get back to go back to school. And conveniently keeping your parents out of the picture once again so that they continue to be off camera all the time. Okay. So then let's start with, let's start with Joe Mar. Okay. So when you guys leave Mike Warren's house, uh, where do you go? I would think we would want to, and what was the time of day? Do you remember? Did you say it already? It's evening. evening? I didn't say okay. it's, it's probably, I'm going to say it's around six o'clock. Oh, <laughs> So if you tried to bike back out to the era and you'd be yeah. full dark by the time you got yeah, there. Yeah, and I won't be able to do that. I actually was supposed to stay in, stay close, closer to home tonight. So uh, I probably will head over to see Kevin, just check in with him. I haven't talked to him in a, in a few days. And so I'll just head over to his house and uh, check in. Okay. Uh, you probably don't know that he's back yet, so okay. we'll say that as soon as he got back in town, he pulled out his his walkie-talkie and oh, got yeah. in touch with you. Definitely. <laughs> cool. All right, so uh, you get to Kevin's house, and you want to fill him in on what's been going on? Yep, if I could remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm being serious Man. about that. <laughs> uh, to summarize... Yeah, yeah. From your perspective. Yesterday feels like it was two weeks ago. I know it does. <laughs> so I think, we, you know, we've, we've got a new friend, Kevin, and 
you know, you remember the guy that's kind of been the troublemaker? We, uh, Cody and I met him and kind of talked with him and, and got a chance to know him a little bit. And he, uh, he kind of, he joined the crew, man. I mean, we witnessed a few crazy things. We, I drove a pickup truck, man, and, and made it from, you know, like to the house without killing anybody. And, uh, we found some of our family there up in that area, kind of up towards, I guess, the Northwest of where we are. And we tried to get them to come home. We saw this uh, area where it had the, the letters A-R-A-N kind of near uh, Ecosphere area. And they were all just kind of standing around. They were, there was a little bit of commotion, a little bit of, uh, of, uh, agitation in, in some, but it was like they, wow, this is a really nice place. And we think we'll stay. I mean, we were trying to like get my sister to come back home and, and we were trying to get Cody's mom to come back home and, and, and it wasn't happening. And they threatened us, or at least we thought they were going to do something to us. And, we jumped in the teach the uh, the uh, shop owner's truck and and I mean we got we hightailed it out of there man and we we got to my house and I tried to get my dad to help us and we went to the police and the police are going to look at it and look into the issue and and it's like we haven't seen some of the police that supposedly went to look at it and uh, Kevin it's probably really good that you're back man because this is not looking good for us. Oh, this is jacket level trouble. Uh, yeah. Like serious jacket level trouble. Okay, what's the plan? Or we we got to meet up with the guys. We, and do something. yeah, because we need to. Yeah, let's yeah together. Because I don't know about a plan, man. So um, who you want to go over and you want to grab Cody first? You you want to go over and, and meet Billy? I don't know that you've had a chance to, to talk to him other than seeing him maybe, maybe in the hallway or something. What do you think? Hey, do they have uh, walkie talkies and we can maybe call? I, meet up I don't remember. I think it was just you and I, but I, I don't, I don't think they do. Uh, maybe so they far, yeah, you had the only walkies. Maybe. <laughs> oh, you, since the parents, are I out think of the Mugu picture. may have had a third, but I definitely don't. Yeah, know. so they don't have them. But you want to just call? You want to call Cody on the phone? I mean, yeah, let's call. Him. All right. Okay. All right. Before you make that call, let's head over to Billy. Okay. Make things convenient for me. Uh, sure. <laughs> what are you doing after? breaking the leaving uh, Mike Warren's house. Well, uh guess I'll probably head home. It's, I mean, it's getting pretty late at that point to uh, see if I can't uh get a bite to eat and uh and head to bed. All right. Uh do you leave any way for Cody and Joe Mar to get hold of you? I leave him my phone number. All right. That'll be convenient. Thank because you. this is an 80s movie, it begins with 555. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, so you get home. I'm going to say both of your parents are still out, but your grandma's there and she's been, uh, she's got a, a kind of a warm up meal for you ready. It's nothing fancy, but you're a kid. So SpaghettiOs hits the spot. Uh, she says, oh, well, you've, you've been gone all day, Billy. Have you been having fun out there? You know what, Grandma? Uh, I actually <laughs> had a pretty good day. Oh, glad to hear it. What'd you do? I met some people who did not suck. <laughs> Nice. High praise from Billy. <laughs> she uh, frowns just a little bit at your use of the word suck, 
but she doesn't rebuke you for it. In my defense, she's the one who taught it to me. <laughs> ah, okay. I'll uh, revise grandma a little bit here. <laughs> so people who don't suck, huh? Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that we're forming the squad from the Goonies or anything, but they seemed all right. Well, that's good to hear. You find some good people, you you hang on to them because they're few and far between, you know. Yeah. Say, Grandma. Mhm. You've lived here a while or you've you 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 know a lot about this town, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been here uh not quite since since day one, but the the dam wasn't done when I moved in. Has anything weird ever gone on before? Oh, well, you know, honey, weird's our next door neighbor ever since that DARPA crew moved in. Uh, remind me, what is what DARPA? The Defense Advanced Research Projects Administration. They're the ones who operate the loop. Oh, right. Was that an in-question char- question or not a character question? In-character question. I didn't know what DARPA is. <laughs> uh, then I should have done that in her voice. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, yeah. You know, they uh, they moved in, started up this super collider or whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, all these scientist types and their experiments, all kinds of weird things, especially at first. I think they got it mostly tamped down now. Yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, I think they're... Take a lot to surprise me, hon. If you say so. <laughs> All right. So you tuck into your SpaghettiOs and... Uh, yes! <laughs> since you spent some time with your anchor, you may remove that upset condition. And we'll move on to Cody. Yeah. Did you go straight home? I did. So my mom's gone. Is my dad still there? Uh, he is. Um, okay. And he's looking a little worse for wear really worried and just sitting by the phone waiting for a call that's probably not going to come. Okay. And as soon as you come in, he says, oh, Cody, son, where have you been? Uh, with my friends. I thought you were going to stick, stick closer to home until this, this thing with your mom was figured out. Yeah. Well, I wanted to go see mom again, honestly. Oh, really? You, yeah, you, you went all the way up there and there was, there was no trouble? Yeah. No trouble. <sighs> well, did she did she seem in, in good health at least? She's been out there for a while. Shh. Sure. You Yeah, you you don't need to worry, Dad. <sighs> All right, well I she she was okay. I sure hope the police get get on top of that a pretty soon. Might have to do something about myself if they don't. Uh, I, I'm sure they will. They, um, they have it under control, and they're they're working hard. And uh, I, I don't think you need to go out there and do anything yourself. He looks a little skeptical, but uh, apparently his his worry over his wife is uh, overriding his normal tendency to correct you at all times. Uh, so he just lets it go. About that moment, the phone rings, and he snatches it up. Hello? And, of course, it's either Jomar or Kevin. Oh, it's Kevin. <laughs> hey, guy. Hello? Uh, hey. Oh, wait. So who's answering the phone right now, Jomar or Kevin? I mean, I'm out of it. <laughs> or Billy. <laughs> Cody's dad. Oh. It's uh, Cody's dad, yeah. 
Oh. Mr. Wright. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, Mr. Wright, this is Kevin. Uh, Kevin, oh, Cody's friend. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I was I was expecting someone else. Uh, you you want to talk to Cody then? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, all right. Here you go, son. And he hands the, the phone over. Now, don't you stay on there too long. We're still expecting the police. Cool. I take the phone and I'm keeping one eye on my dad <laughs> at all times. I'm having flashbacks to Enzo. Hey, Kevin. Enzo's father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Cody. Hey. Um. Yes. So we're getting the gang back together. Apparently there's a crisis going on and I've been, I've missed it all, but let's do this. I'd say so. So let's meet up at the hideout. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of wanting to watch what my dad's doing. Honestly, my mom's gone. Um, but you know what? I, uh, did they did they tell you we got a map? We met a man with a map um, of the the tunnels where we need to shut down the machine so that we can get my mom back. And I have it here. Um, why don't you guys come over here? That way I can I can see if my dad starts acting weird. Um, what do you say, Kevin? All right, sounds like a plan. What's the plan, Kevin? Uh, let's we're going we're going to go meet up with a meet up at. Cody's house. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let's go. Meet me here. Y'all y'all can uh, come in through the window. My dad's uh, pretty distracted. As long as we can be quiet, we'll be all right. Windows are my specialty. <laughs> Great. Good, good for you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Kevin, before we go, you want to give Billy a call and, and, and see if he's down to Come over for a little bit over at Cody's. Billy's not already already over there. Yeah, I, I don't uh, think so. I think he went home just to see, talk to his parents, or maybe his grandma was home. I think you know. Oh, uh, okay. Do yeah. you know his number? Yeah, I I got it. I got it here. Hang on. Oh yeah, here it is. Can, can you read that? Five five five. Roll for it, but. <laughs> It's, it, it, it's five 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 three five three five. Okay. So yeah, I'm dialing Billy. I got it, Grandma. Hello. Hey, this is Kevin. What's up, dude? Uh, we're getting the gang together at Cody's house right now. Awesome! Right now, um, I'm on the way. Okay. I, I think at this point, does Billy have any idea who Kevin is? I'll figure it out on the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 80s all the way, baby. Billy right. is the coolest person in this team now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you all uh, get back to Cody's place. Climb in the window as directed. Yeah, I have the map. The and, schematic spread out. Right. It's pretty complicated. There's a lot of tunnels. But you think that... Mike showed you the, the hatch that you'd be going into, and you think you can find your way to a place that's underneath that Aaron device uh, without too much trouble. Brian, out of uh, yes. out of character, did we know that Cody got the map? I can't remember. Yeah, 
Yeah, you are all all aware that he. Uh, okay. That he from from the back. gentleman. Okay. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, Cody, have you been able to make sense of this thing? Uh, a little bit. Um, I mean, I I think we can follow the map to where we'll need to disconnect the uh, the power. But what I'm still worried about is that this this map doesn't show us uh, exactly where the ro- the robots are. Yeah. Do you have any bright ideas dealing with those? We can work with um, 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 Scooter or Clyde or um, well, dude. What Isaac. was what was the fellow's? What was the guy's name? Isaac. The, Isaac. You know the Isaac. one in the in the wharf hat with the the yeah. I'm gonna freak James out and show the picture again. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, check it out. <laughs> That's Isaac. We met Isaac, dude. What is he ta- Isaac? He talked to us. He's a friend of ours now. Sort of. He said he could get us past the robots, maybe. Is he a robot? That was a that was a really big robot. Well, he's either a robot or his face took a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, I wanted to ask you something. While you've been looking over this map, man, yeah. and I mean, knowing that Isaac can help us and, and maybe we get past those like those first century kind of guard kind of robots or whatever. It's like, do we have a couple of different ways that we can get out of this place? Or is it like one way in one day, one way? Oh, out? that's a good question. I'm really kind of thinking, I don't want to get trapped down there. Should I roll GM? Cody, give me a comprehend roll. Can I use the schematic for it? Yes. Plus one bonus. Two successes. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Did it come up garbled for you as well? Yeah. Okay. If you're reading it correctly, mm-hmm. you think that there are at least three exits from the room that you're going to have to be trying to get to. Okay. However, you only have a passcode for the one hatch. Okay. So if they're guarding the hatch, then you might have trouble. However, so you since s- you did get an extra success, your bonus effect is additional information and a plus one bonus die to the roll. So I am going to show you the room that you think you're going to be going to first. So have we actually gone to the site yet, or are we still at Cody's house? This is still the night before, I think, right? Okay. So, Cody, if, if, we, if we've got this right, are you... Are you going to be able to go tonight or do we need to try to plan this like tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon or? Well, I don't know. I, uh, I would want to go in the morning because I know that I can see in the daylight and I'm not certain about (laughs) the robot's night vision is better than mine, but I'm, I'm ready to go up there and get my mom back. Okay. Honestly. Um, you know, I, I mean, I could probably sneak out myself, but I was, I was just thinking that maybe if we planned, if we had something that we could kind of lay together and know maybe a few of the first few steps, then we could hit it as early as we can. What day, uh, Brian, what day of the week are we in? It is currently Saturday evening. Okay. That'll be interesting because we actually, services were canceled at the church, so my family's not got anything to do as far as community work or, or anything like that. So for me, I, I've got a, I would have a free day tomorrow. So. Yeah, the minister's probably at the errand. Yep, probably, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. 
Kevin, get can you people back as fast as we can? Are you ready to to like hit it in the morning? Like, what time do you want to get up and stuff? Oh, I mean, I don't want to get up before ten, but I mean, <laughs> since, <laughs> since someone's mom's in danger, let's do it. Nine forty-five. <laughs> Perfect. That's end of the world level stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Billy? What time? It's good for you, man. That sounds perfect to me. Although I would say that uh, there's a you know there, there's a certain bit of a adventure to uh, riding out at the break of dawn. Yeah. Oh. It might be a surprise to certain people here that that you know six o'clock comes twice in a day, not just once. <laughs> what? Mind blown. <laughs> yeah, it's like none of it's like some of you guys had never lived on a farm where chores need to get done. <laughs> In the morning, chores. No, sir. Suburbia, man. Suburbia. That's in my blood. Kevin makes a <laughs> mental note to look up and find out if there is more than one six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys want to? Um, do you guys want to meet at at our place before we go up, or just like where do you want to meet before we head out? We need to meet. I have an idea. Okay. Let's all meet at Masters Hunting and Fishing. Hmm. Because before we head into the dungeon. We're going to need to arm up. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I hold up the key that I had copied mm. to hunt masters hunting and fishing. Dude. And for Kevin's benefit, masters is in the inset, western part of town. Wait, and remind me what masters is. Masters hunting and fishing is the local outdoors and adventure. Do you remember store. he telling you about the pickup truck, Kevin? Okay. Okay. That's that's the guy's truck, man. Which is, is okay? still parked in front of. Jumbo still sitting house. in front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I write to you in prison. It's all right. <laughs> the police are all uh, mesmerized, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> Time for some anarchy. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> that sounds wow. like a great idea. My my eyes go wide. I'm I'm imagining. Uh, a six shooter on my hip. <laughs> wow. All right. So around about nine 45 in the morning, four bicycles arrive at masters hunting and fishing and Billy dramatically opens the door with his shiny new key. All right. I don't know what I was expecting there by opening it so dramatically. Anybody need to <laughs> keep, do we need to keep the watch? Some, some synth wave music plan. I, I look up and down the empty street as a tumbleweed goes blowing by. <laughs> right. I think we're good. <laughs> I rush in looking for the, the gun section, but I assume that all those things are locked down, right? With Oh, quite, key, yes. With locks that we yes, don't have oh, the yeah. keys for. All right, so I'm, I'm well, well, disappointed. E- e- well, e- easy there. Easy, easy Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. What's a Terminator? <laughs> That's, was Terminator 90s? It was, wasn't it? No, the first one was 80s. Was the it? The first one was in the 80s. Oh, that's right. It was. You're right. Oh, oh okay. I remember movie, Terminator. So Jomar's probably never heard of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. First one came out in 1984. That's it. Wow. Billy, you'll, you'll have to tell me about how you uh, how you got that key copied one of these days. It's a long and sordid tale full of vice, betrayal, and deception. <laughs> I got the key from him while he was mesmerized. I took it to the hardware store. <laughs> so what are you stocking up on? Well, from what I remember of Isaac, um, 
Brian, will you please throw up a creepy picture again? Sure. So how many robots have you ever seen? Oh, okay. Scratch that question. Um, probably none before now, but <laughs> he's a robot, but he's wearing a raincoat and a rain hat. Mm-hmm. I think that might give us a clue to his kryptonite. <laughs> oh, is it bucket time? You make time? a strong case. <laughs> what was that? Is it bucket time? I, I was thinking more super soaker time, but... Oh, do we have super, super soakers here? I asked this question last game. I don't remember remember when they were released. I think we, we discovered it was the very end of the 80s. Uh, the better question, though, is why would there be super soakers in the... Uh, Outdoors and wildlife store. Because you, the kids can't have guns. You got to give them something. <laughs> oh, what about a? Uh, don't they have those little pumps you can carry around for like spraying gasoline when you're burning down a for insurance purposes? What? Yes. Got, the answer's got to be yes. Most people use it for spraying weed killer, but yes, they have some of those. Is arson one of the skills I was unaware of in this game? <laughs> well, when charm goes bad. <laughs> oh, wow. I want to look for those uh, reflective survival ponchos. Reflective survival ponchos. Okay. Yeah, mm. yeah and I'm going to follow him because I want a poncho. <laughs> I'm going to go look at the, uh, at the walkie-talkie section. Mm-hmm. Okay, more walkie-talkies. Man, so then we can assume that now everyone will have one? Yep, we can just assume that now. Cool. I'm thinking that since I left my bat at home, probably might be good to get a paddle, a boat paddle, for okay. protection. Too much? One canoe paddle. Okay. Is there anything uh, else you guys want to pick up? Uh, yeah, could I get one of those weed killer sprayers? Sure. It's not really something that would be in the, the outdoor store, but I'll, I'll allow it just because that's funny. What about a, do you think, do you think he might have water balloons? Sure. We'll say there's some water balloons at the, uh, at the checkout stand for the kids. All right. Bye. <laughs> I, I also grab a bag of big league chew. Oh yes. <laughs> the, uh, the grape flavor, of course. Oh, and I've got to have some pop rocks. <laughs> This is a well-stocked candy section in the. Yeah, Got to keep the store. kids happy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have have something up there to make them whine so that the parents will buy it. Anything else you might find useful underground? Oh, flashlight! I'm a <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> yes. Everybody gets a flashlight. <laughs> There's a reason you're the leader, Kevin. <laughs> it's about to go for. Where the sun isn't. <laughs> flashlights. Oh, and I bet these are bright flashlights, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Run. Nice. Run Run on six D cells and ex- put forth exactly eight lumens. <laughs> I was going to say eight <laughs> lumens, dude. All right. Um, what about duck calls? Duck they have calls? Those? Yeah. Yeah, they, they have duck calls. All right. I want to grab one. Okay, that's I'm all about making curious. chaos. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, guys, what about some uh, tackle line in case we need to, like, tie something up, maybe? 
Oh, I'm liking that plan. Yeah, not, maybe, not, maybe it, not may, fishing line, maybe but instead of some tackle lines, some um, uh, cord, you know, like um, yeah, 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 boat rope or something. You know, hey, it's an '80s movie. We got to have like a whole thing of rope, like over our shoulder. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look for, and I think on that back uh, uh, back aisle on the right side, I think I remember uh, it was like 10 feet or 15 feet of it or something. Would that be oh, a probable that. or uh, would that be a, a, a possibility, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna grab four backpacks uh, for everybody. <laughs> That's a good idea. You're carrying a lot of stuff at this point. Oh, yeah. Backpacks. That's a good idea, too. Yeah. I don't know if they would be in a hunting and fishing store, but I'm also going to look to see if they've got uh, road flares. Sure. With the uh, emergency like rescue equipment. Yeah. Good idea. Is your arsenal complete? Uh, Billy is also grabbing a... Um, oh, do they have BB go guns? <laughs> <laughs> they got to have the Daisy model somewhere, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. You could shoot your eye out. Well, every third <laughs> child we know, yes. I will allow one BB gun that was uh, the floor display model is out. Um, however, it's gas powered and there's only one canister of gas that you can find. Ooh. It's like a lot of carrying weight for just a little shooting. Oh, flares. Is there a flare gun? Flare gun? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. So flare guns are non-lethal. They just—I don't care if it's non-lethal or not. I'm saying there's no flare guns, but there are some road flares. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm taking a, pie, a couple of those. Yeah, I've got some too. <laughs> wow. I feel like that we'd be doing this in like a a a, a, a montage scene. You know, with some drums playing in the background, some you know, really inspiring music yeah. going. going. You know what aisle, I mean? Aisle, like yeah. Low, yes. low angle camera shot, and you're just like pulling stuff off into a shopping cart. One um, of us is standing in front of the mirror, you know, and uh, you know, putting putting cheap kid camo on our face. Billy, mm -hmm. give me an investigation check, please. You got it. Two successes. Nice. That means you get a bonus effect. Way to go, Billy. Sweet. What am I looking into? What do I find? Um, it's not necessarily what you're finding. It's uh, what you're noticing coming your way. There's a car that's just pulled up into the parking lot. Do I see who it is behind the wheel? Yeah, it's a, somebody that you've seen in the store before, a customer. I run forward real quickly and lock the door. Okay. And make sure that the... Uh, that the sign says, you know, the little, the, the, the sign is still says, you know, sorry, we are closed. Mm -hmm. All right. And since you got two successes on that, I'll say that the guy in the car doesn't notice you do, doing that. He didn't see you, but he is starting to get out of the car and he'll probably be coming up to the door soon. I'm going to back away from the door and hide behind the sunglass display. <laughs> What's up, Billy? What do you see? <laughs> What's happening? Shh. Somebody just pulled up. Oh, hide. hide. Okay, everybody hide. All right. Yeah, uh, in that case, it's everybody, <laughs> you're crouching. Yeah. Uh, everybody give me a stealth roll or a sneak roll or whatever it is in this game. Uh-oh. Here we go. I'm hiding in one of the display tents. <laughs> Smart. Oh, this is not going to go well. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Apparently, I, it's a really, at, uh, really big sunglass display <laughs> well with with the extra success you are able to help one of your friends 
Uh, so okay. either Cody or Jomar, you can help them find a hiding place. Hiding place. I see Jomar, you know, looking right and left, and I and I and I point to him real quickly to jump behind the the cardboard cutout of uh, of the Bassmaster show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, sir. All right, so that just leaves uh, Cody. It sure who does. Is spotted by the customer coming up to the door. It's a guy like covering his 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 eyes and and leaning against the glass and and knocking. Hey, aren't you supposed to be open now? Uh, I instinctively drop anything I'm holding and stand there, <laughs> and then I wave at the door weakly. <laughs> it's it's ten o'clock. I, I I got some stuff I need to buy. Open up. Billy, Billy, yeah. it looks like I'm robbing the store. What should I, what should I tell him? Um, tell him that we're closed for, 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 uh, inventory. Yeah. Tell him closed for inventory. Uh, we're closed, which is a word I, I totally knew before yesterday. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, we're, the inventory isn't right. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, give me a charm roll, please. Oh boy! <laughs> how, oh, how is no. your charm? That's oh, all right. Not good enough. <laughs> oh jeez! Not the kind of situation that a lasso will help with. No. <laughs> okay, he stands there for a few moments, looking a little consternated, and then he turns around and hurries back to his car. Is he? Is uh, he gone? Uh, yeah, he's gone, but he he burned rubber getting out of there. He's going somewhere in a, in a guys. We got to get out of here. Yeah, we, we got to go. we got to cheese it. Let's go. Uh, we, Grab your stuff. Get the backpack. The, Do what? Should we gas the place first? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, dude. Have you not dude. watched gangster movies? We need to bring back the stuff afterwards. Otherwise, dude, we will this... have actually robbed the store. Come on, Kevin. Dude, no. No, we're not burning down Ken's place. No. Sorry, I watched The Godfather on vacation. <laughs> man, Kevin. Snap out of it, man. If, this is... if Billy and I both agree we shouldn't burn the place down, yeah, you've jumped <laughs> yeah. the shark, the, my the, friend. This is, yeah, this is not Red Dawn, okay? <laughs> not yet, anyway. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying commies aren't involved, <laughs> but... Let's leave. Let's leave. Come on, uh, guys! Gassing the place to Plan C. Are yeah, we, we gonna really stand go. here or are we gonna go? We got to get out of here. Yeah, we're leaving. Okay. I'm leaving. All right. <laughs> On my way out, I'm grabbing a box of matches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, matches. Um, are these flares the type I need matches for? Uh no, they're self striking. Yeah, they they oh, had nice. that back then. Oh. 80s just got cooler. <laughs> yes, they had invented the flint. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you hop on your bikes and hightail it out of there, uh, hopefully without being spotted leaving the store. And where? what are you doing now? I think we got to head straight for the tunnels, right, guys? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. Okay, are you um, going to bypass the uh, Aaron? Well, first... We need to make sure Kevin's uh, sprayer is filled. Did did and, anybody uh, notice any faucets some... or anything closer to the closer to the Aaron? Or is Kevin just going to have to carry or it? Or vending machines. 
I, I thought we could have done it at the heart at the at the at the hunting store until Mr. Snoopy, you know, came up and decided <laughs> to wreck our business. You can you can fill that thing uh, in a lot of places on your way. Okay, water fountain anywhere. Yeah, pretty much every business has a. a Every outside business and every faucet. house has an outside faucet, and this isn't the kind of place where they put locks on them. Great. All right. I definitely forget to turn the water off. <laughs> That's real great uh, conservatorship in the high, in the desert there, huh? Well, it's end of the world situation, right? <laughs> wow. I mean, this town has a golf course in the in the middle of Nevada. I'm sure that there's already. <laughs> Plenty of wasted water, as it were. <laughs> yeah, probably in comparison. The little He's not wrong. Is, you need to have the whole of Lake Mead up there. That's probably where the water's coming from anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so straight to the service hatch? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to try to get, if we, if I can, I want to get a, a distant view of the area where the people were to make sure nobody's trying okay. to murder my mom yet. But I'm not going to engage <laughs> this time. It's uh, it's not difficult to uh, to get a view of them as you're uh, on your way. All right. So at this point, you see that there is a police car there. The police appear to be on site, but most of the adults at this point are have discarded their clothing. They're walking around on their knuckles, getting in. Really in glad fights. I didn't bring binoculars. <laughs> But fortunately, even though they're fighting with one another, none of them seems to realize that all of that stuff the police brought with them are weapons. Uh, so that's just lying discarded on the ground. And they're... I'm not even going to try to pick it up. <laughs> uh, probably a good idea. Based on the way they're behaving, uh, they're, they're very bestial and appear to be losing pretty much all of their higher cognitive functions. Just like Chuck. <laughs> just like Chuck. <laughs> All right, so then did you want to uh, stop by the Echosphere and try and talk to Isaac again? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We need our ally. All right, so he doesn't try to hide from you this time. As soon as he sees you, he comes out into the open. Hello, my friends. Hey, Isaac. Hey, man. We have a new friend we want to introduce you to. Uh, Yes, hello. Hi, I'm Kevin. Very pleased to make your acquaintance, Kevin. I am Isaac. Oh, nice to meet you, Mr. Isaac. <laughs> and I'm kind of looking at him. I, I don't know if I've met someone quite like this before. Hopefully not. He's added... I haven't met my aunt. <laughs> He's added a beautifully engraved cane to his ensemble. He doesn't appear to need it to walk, but maybe he just likes it. Very dapper. It's very nice. Just out of curiosity, Isaac, where did you get the cane? Oh, the cane was something I picked up some time ago, purchased in a store. And you just walked in and bought it? Well, no. I mail-ordered it. You you, ha- you have an address? Of course I have an address. Well, it's not my address, so to speak. It's the master's address, but I live there. Fair enough. Sorry, guys. I just had this image of this of Isaac walking into Macy's and the chaos that ensues. <laughs> Isaac, uh, will you? Are you still willing to help us with the other, uh, the other robots, the underground ones? Well, I can give you information, but my directives 
forced me to remain close to the ecosphere. Well, we brought some stuff that we thought maybe would help. And I, I bring out the, my poncho and flashlight and duck call. And I say, uh, could you maybe, um, consult with us to figure out which of these, which, which techniques may be effective against, uh, beings like yourself? Uh, well, I am not entirely certain what benefit these items will have to you. I can tell you a little bit about the robots that you will be encountering down there. There are two. Yin is similar to myself, human-like. It has a, a drill on one hand, and it is very fast, a good runner. Yang is a black box, I suppose. It moves around on caterpillar tracks, and it has an electric shock mechanism. Isaac, let me just ask this plainly. What happens if one of you gets wet? We become wet. Does anything else happen? Not unless there is exposed wiring. Does Yin and Yang have exposed any exposed wiring? The last time I saw them, they were in very good condition. Assuming nothing has happened to damage them, I suspect that they are still water-sealed. I wouldn't want to go swimming with one of them. I'm out, Ray. What have you got? What about eyesight, Isaac? How quickly could their eyesight adjust to an attempt to blind? I do not believe that Yang has any optical sensors, although I am not certain. I think it moves about by radar. Yin's optical sensors are not extremely adaptive. A sudden change in light levels might blind him for two or three seconds. And uh, I don't suppose I don't suppose there's some special code word, uh, number or phrase which instantly turns them off. Is there? There might be, but I do not know it. Humans seem to be reluctant to give robots control over one another. I did not think to ask that. Good one, Billy. <laughs> My final question, Isaac: D Do you have any, or know of any, particularly strong response to? Ducks. Nothing comes to mind. All right. Worth a shot. In my experience, most robots are indifferent toward waterfowl. Just out of curiosity, real quick, how many robots do you know? Seven or eight, personally. Several thousand <laughs> by reputation. Okay. Um, how close are I'll assimilate that later. <laughs> how close or far away are the seven or eight that you know? They are mostly within the vicinity. I am on fairly good terms with Fafnir, the fire suppression robot that runs of the northern area of the loop. He hangs out at pumping plant number two. So we still only have two that we need to be concerned about. Do these robots ever have to, like, recharge themselves? I mean, like, what about you, man? How long does your battery last? Do you ever have to, like, go in and go, go plug yourself in? That's an excellent question. Uh, my battery lasts for about... Six or seven hours, usually. I have been plugging myself into the ecosphere to recharge. Do you know where um, Yin and Yang's um, charging stations are? I do not know. I would imagine that the Master outfitted them with something in the room that they are supposed to guard. Do they have similar battery life as you? Probably. I am not privy to their exact specifications. 
Yang might go for quite a bit longer since he is less complex. Isaac, is there another way in than the one hatch that we're looking at going in? Oh, I would imagine there are dozens of ways in. However, that one, that hatch is the closest, and I do not know of a way to access any of the others at any rate. At any rate. In fact, I'm still not certain how you plan to access the hatch that I showed you. It's under control. That is good and to I know. That's it. Do we do do we all remember the code, or is it just Billy who knows? Oh well, you all heard it for sure. Billy, you remember the code, right? Oh yeah, totally. Good, good. good. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I I totally don't need to say it out loud or roll to remember it. It's I got it. It's right here. Write it down. Well, um, Isaac, is there anything else that we should know about trying to to meet with these robots or or to to go near the area where the hatches? Only that I am certain that the master gave them strict instructions not to allow anyone to interfere with the power source for the Aran. So use great caution. They are they can be quite dangerous. Does anybody know ventriloquism? We don't need to know ventriloquism. We got a bunch of radios. Oh, okay. I think I'm tracking with you. Although looking back, I really wish I had picked up a Walkman while <laughs> we yes. were at Ken's. Some tunage would be great. No, no, no. So we didn't. Yeah. Are you ready to head for the hatch? I am. Anybody else got any more questions? I've got a million, but let's go to the hatch. (laughs) I was really curious to ask him what our probability of survival was going to be. (laughs) Uh, Never tell me the odds. (laughs) Quantum Childhood is brought to you by this fine sponsor. Do you need stuff? How about things? We, We also have boxes. If you need stuff or things... Or boxes... Come on down to Larry and Bob's... Uh, uh, no, no, it's Bob and Larry's. Come on down to Larry and Bob's... Bob and... Fine. Bob and Larry's. Stuff and things, and also boxes. Located in the scenic city of Oriel. Less goblins than you've been told about. But twice as many fish puns. We guarantee it. All right, you go back up to the north a little ways and find the hatch that Isaac had shown you before. But this time you have the code to open it up. The hatch is pretty heavy. It's made of solid steel and it takes two of you to lift it up out of out of the way it reveals a staircase leading down into a dark dark passage uh cool who's going first all right i flip on my light and point it in it illuminates the first three feet it looks like the staircase goes down probably about 20 feet the steps are easy they've got that like grip tape on them, so in case there's moisture or something that you don't lose your footing. And Isaac did not go with us. No, he did not. Cody, are you going to go first, dude? Yeah. Kevin wants to go first. <laughs> We're side by side. Just okay. do rock, paper, scissors or something. Fair enough. I have Kevin, Ke- Kevin, you should absolutely go first. <laughs> <laughs> there might be booby traps. <laughs> I get an ominous feeling. <laughs> this is just like the last week on in D and D. All right, so Kevin steps on down the stairs, and as he goes, uh, little blue lights light up on the walls. By the time he gets down to the bottom, it's much much cooler down here. Just like a uh, a cave system, it seems to maintain a pretty constant 
around 60 degrees and there's a, a breeze going on all the time. In the distance, you can hear water rushing. Can and, we uh, see any robots yet? You see no robots, no. And based on your reading of the schematic, it's going to take you quite a bit of walking to get to that service room underneath the Aaron. I'm going to bring up, um, I'm going to bring up the rear uh, of the group. Okay. Uh, and Billy and Cody, which one of you is second? I'll go second. Excellent. Since that's the order that we're already on my map. And there are four entrances to the room, two to the north, one east and one west. Which one, which direction do you want to approach from? I do not see the map yet on my screen. Uh, that's because the map is going to be mostly dark when you get there. Okay. Guys, Crap, I think, probably should have grabbed a compass. I think we should try to create a diversion. Well, I think we try to figure out where they are first, so we don't like draw them right down on top of our heads. Yes. Then the diversion. Yeah. Can we, can we slowly creep in and try to figure out the location of these guard robots? Well, uh, first you need to determine which direction that you want to head in from, because that's oh, going to determine see. which tunnels that you have to take to get there. Before we get in too deep, Billy's going to run back to the hatch and make sure that it will still open. Uh, yes. There's okay, good. Key, there's another keypad on the inside, and it op- unlocks with the same code. Okay, good, good. All right. When, as you Billy want to gets actually back. pull it closed behind you or leave it open? No, we're leaving it open. Absolutely leaving it open. All right. All right. As Billy gets back, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the guys all together: Should we should we pair up or should we stick together? What what's going to be better here, guys? Uh, Stay together. I'd rather stick together. These robots sound pretty scary to me. Okay. That's cool. Strength in numbers. Let's do yeah. it. Okay. I mean, I northeast or northwest? One, but not two. Yeah. I'm thinking northwest. What are you guys thinking? Lead on. Sure. Well, I'm I'm in the back. <laughs> Lead on in spirit. Well, then come on, hurry up! <laughs> All right, wait up. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I've got the map, so let's let's move to that that corner then, if we can. Are we getting further away from the sound of the water going north? Actually, no. You are still approaching the water. Ah. Uh-huh. Hang on, I forgot to give light to everybody here, so I gotta. Is the map visible yet? Not yet. Okay. Okay, because we're still seeing the map of the city and right. the, uh, the. Okay. And you'll continue doing so while I give you some description. <laughs> okay. Cody consults his map, and you guys start making your way southward through these tunnels. It's quite humid, and there's the cold wind that I mentioned. And every once in a while, you hear what sounds like footsteps or maybe some animal moving around in the dark. I don't think it's an animal. <laughs> I think I know whose feet those are. They're here. (laughs) Occasionally you walk through a cobweb that sticks to your face. Nice. And Cody, give me another comprehend roll with the map. All right. Okay. So you manage to navigate without too much trouble. And it takes about 20 minutes before you come to the service room. You haven't seen any signs of robots quite yet but the tunnel opens out into this room 
and you can't see much, but you see a glowing screen in front of you and some kind of a, a control terminal with a light blinking on it. And Kevin, you're in front, so give me an investigation roll. Oh, that's not good. Okay. <laughs> oh. One nice. success. Nice. This is my first investigation success. <laughs> We've already seen a map of the room in theory, though, right? Yeah, you you, okay. you know what the layout of the room is. Because, um, Kevin, remember the the cable we need is to the left. To your left. All right, so you can see, or rather, Kevin can see ahead of him uh, in these two alcoves. There is the humanoid robot on your right and that little black box, and they seem to be inactive and charging right now. They haven't noticed you. Oh, that's good, because... I would have shined my light right on them. <laughs> okay, so I relay that information. The rest of this room, the whole thing is on top of this kind of old rusty metal grate. And the groundwater is rushing by underneath. That's where the water sound was coming from. It was actually from this room. Uh, so down about another 20 feet under this grate is the underwater underground portion of the Colorado River. Assuming that what I can see is what you can see, you're not entirely certain where the uh, Aaron is hooked up yet. Okay. So this, we're entering extended trouble. There's four of you. Three times the number of kids. So you need a total of 12 successes. And since, James, this is your first time going through this, the way this works is each of you will get one roll. Uh, you'll want to try and apply your best skill so that you get as many dice as possible. Okay. What is it we are if trying to guys, accomplish? Well, you've got to overcome the robots and find a way to disconnect power to the uh, the device. Or actually, disconnecting the power to the device is the entire goal. Uh, overcoming the robots is probably one of the things that you're going to have to do to get there. How you choose to go about that is up to you, but you have to justify to me the the skill that you're trying to use, tell me how it's going to be applicable in a situation. If you guys manage to get all 12 of your successes, just like straight rolling the dice, everything is going to go your way. You accomplish your goal without any trouble. If you have to check conditions to get re-rolls, then you get just a partial success. Uh, and there will probably be some consequences to your actions. And if you get all the way to the end and you don't manage to do it at all, then bad things ensue. Great. All right. So encouraging. <laughs> so I will start to the left of my uh, list of you guys and say, Kevin, what is your plan? Okay. So we got the two robots. Uh, what, what was Isaac's description? Well, what does the humanoid robot look like again? I will go ahead and pop up a picture of those guys. Mm. Okay. So he's got a drill on his hand. Good. Okay. Oh. Okay, so we got him and a little dude. We got evil R2-D2 and C-3PO. <laughs> so I think Kevin is just going... We know these are bad guys, right? Uh, well, they're robots that were instructed to guard this room. Whether or not that makes them bad guys, so to speak, is a matter of perspective. Would they beat us up, given the chance? Based on what Isaac told you, yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. 
so I won't feel bad about what I'm about to do. <laughs> so that other one electrocutes, right? Uh, yes, it's one. got a. The little one has a, sh- a shocker stick of some kind. Oh, I don't know if I want it. Okay, I kind of want to spray them down, both of them, just to start off. <laughs> so, uh, what skill are you thinking of using? Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one applies to this. Um, okay. Um, you want to do force? Maybe I'm not the best person to go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, how? How about this? First of all, uh, since you're the leader, you've got the, well, you and uh, Billy, I guess, both have the lead skill. So you're you're thinking about applying water to them. Oh, okay. So I got a plan here, guys. He said water would only affect them if we uh, they were damaged, right? Some exposed wiring. Mm-hmm. So let's just expose some wires. We'll throw some flares to kind of disorient them. And then we'll just start hitting them with whatever hard objects we've got. Battles. Okay. And then I'll spray them with water. Okay. Now I like I like this plan. I'm happy to be a I, part of it. <laughs> I, I like it too, but I'm curious. They're charging. Should we not like maybe go around and see if we can get like close to them before we do it? I have an idea. I have an idea. Right. I take out the rope out of the backpack. Give it to Kevin and to uh, who's next in line? Uh, that would be you're right behind Kevin and then Cody's behind you. Cody's who I want. Give it to those two and say, at my signal, get ready to pull that rope real tight and trip them up. Oh, that's Jacob. Solid. Plan. Jacob, you be ready with a bat or whatever you've got. And as soon as they hit the ground, you start wailing on them for all you're worth and then hit them with the water. I'm not the bad guy, man. I got the paddle. I'll hit him. All right. And then once they're down, hit him, hit him, spray him. All Wait. right. Guys, I have a slightly I have a, a slightly different modification of the plan. Okay. So there's an there's an entrance to our right. The wire that we need to disconnect is to our left. On the map, how involved is it to get from this entrance to the western entrance? the westernmost it's a little bit of a uh a convoluted walk you'd have to make another comprehend check on your map mm-hmm. a failure would result in getting a condition okay but you Plus, would make it to the the location well remember what isaac said that you know yang is not that fast but they said that yen with the drill hand is really fast that's true i just i wish we could Get them out of the west side. Wait. Hear me out. If their goal is to protect the power source, right? if we could draw them out to the west and then make noise, they might want to come back. And then you could have the trap set up for them at the entrance. It might be easier than trying to take them head on. No, I wasn't going to take them head on. Well, I was... My plan was I was going to cause a distraction, run away, and while they were chasing me, you guys tripped them. That works too. But you know, right now they're not moving, they're charging. So could we not go and try to tie them up right now? Yeah, but we don't know how long they've been charging. We could try. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Before you move on any further, since uh, it sounds like 
Billy's plan at least is uh, going to be enacted in some way or another. Billy, give me a lead roll. This doesn't count as your uh, roll against the trouble. Okay, no successes. And Kevin, <laughs> a lead roll from you also. Oh, just the first one counts. Okay. Yeah, the uh, other you, thing you we could it do. Twice. <laughs> All right, so Kevin, uh, if someone decides to enact your portion of the plan that involves knocking a plate or something off the robot and, and pouring water on them, they will get an extra die to their roll. Oh. Well, you know, we did fill up some water balloons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we got the water balloons, the sprayer. We just need to open up some plates. So then... Oh, they're charging, right? Oh, they're charging right now, but you have no idea what kind of uh, stimuli will cause them to stop charging and so attack you. So what if we put the water on the charging station and it goes through the cable connected to them? Exactly. Could we fry the charging station? Not from where you're Let's standing. Just waterboard, <laughs> just waterboard them. <laughs> well, waterboard them? Do we what? Water balloon them. Oh, water, the water balloon, balloon them. them. <laughs> the waterboarding's for later. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, the other thing, if, if there's another tunnel that leads out of here, I mean, we could take one of the radios, put it down at the far end of it, and hit that call button so where you know one person hits the call button and the other radio starts erupting in those really annoying loud beeps mm, they'd be out of the room Ooh, we just have so many good ideas really good ideas <laughs> I have no idea which one's gonna work <laughs> I think one of them might uh, can I roll contact to see if I have a relationship with any of these robots no you've never met these okay. robots before okay <laughs> Nice, valiant try, though. <laughs> I would allow you to use your charm as part of the ploy of trying to distract them with the walkie-talkies if you wanted to go that direction. Oh, Since... oh yeah, there we go. So we do the walkie-talkies to get them out of the okay. room, activated. We set up uh, Billy's trap. In case they come and... back, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're coming back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they won't come back, but just in case. Well, here's a question. What if only one of them leaves? <laughs> then we take them one at a time. Um, yeah, there we go. Perfect. I say let's 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 get it going. We're already an hour, 45 minutes into this movie. The audience is getting restless. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the plan? We're going to... We're going to get him to chase us down the corridor and then set up a trap backwards and try to... Well, yeah, we'll, beat, we'll, we'll, put, the, beat him to death. we'll put the radio at the end so there's no one down there. We'll sacrifice a radio for that. And then uh, as they're chasing the radio making noise, we'll go in. Two of us will set a trap while the other two try to unplug the Aaron. All right. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Jomar, what skill are you applying to this? Um, I have have two and move. I could use a move, right? And how would you use that? Uh, To help set the trap. Let me take the radio because I've got three in sneak, and I, I I think I could be pretty quiet and going down there, putting the radio down and getting back quickly. All right, all right. So sneak to place the radio. Uh, that still leaves Jomar trying to figure out how to use his move. Sweet. Okay. So could I use the move in setting the trap? Well, they have to leave the room first before we can set the trap, though, right? Right. 
or you could be the one to rush in and pull the plug. That's true too. I would be willing to do that. I would be willing to do that. Sprinting for the cable. Sure. Okay. Cody. Uh, Well, I've got move too, but also. Might I recommend that uh, rope work is kind of your specialty. Yes. That's exactly what I'm thinking is that (laughs) force. I can, I can be one of the trippers and we can use the lasso as well to help bring down the robot. What I'm imagining is we can stretch the regular rope across the corridor, you know, and mm-hmm. trip him like that, two people, and then as he goes down, uh, restrain him with my lasso to make it easier to fight. Okay. I'm imagining that the legged robot's going to be coming either first or only. That's what I'm basing this plan on. But that's my plan. All right. Who wants to hold the other end of the rope? Uh, that'd probably be Kevin's job since, uh, well, well, let's just start rolling and let the dice try and tell us what's going to happen. Sweet. All right. Oh, Billy's already rolled his sneak roll. Oh, and, so that's and nailed it. Two successes right off the bat. Uh, let's get Kevin and your charm roll. Okay. I'm going to say my jacket probably doesn't help us here. There we go. Two more. Ah. This is going a lot better than the last time. <laughs> we still need three each. All right, let's see. All right, Jomar, just... give me some move. Nice. Two more. Yes. And Cody's force roll. Oh, you already did. One for that. So you're at seven. Uh, oh, wait. What? Uh, one of us should not should have gotten an extra die, right? Oh, yes. Because uh, of the earlier lead roll. Oh, Right, so that was Kevin's plan using the walkie-talkie. So uh, how about we have Billy roll me 1d6? Nope. All right. All right, and uh, you didn't remind me, but I do happen to recall that there was a a bonus die for Jomar. I don't remember what exactly it was for. I don't remember that. Okay. Uh but go ahead and have you roll me 1d6 also okay. for that mysterious bonus die that I don't remember. And then That's both cool. of you with bonus dice, remember that when you if you go to re-roll, um, right, those will also you'll be get the extra again. Die pool. While we've got you here, Kevin, you're immensely charming. Does that pride oh, yeah. figure into this uh, situation at all? Uh, I mean, I really think I would never not be answered when I called somebody on a walkie-talkie. <laughs> All right. So there's another success for Kevin, placing us at nine. Uh, Jomar, yes. how does your pride figure in? Well, you're musically adept. How does that apply? <laughs> or does yeah. it? It. It would apply if, you know, we were standing in front of the close encounters of the third (laughs) kind machine. I could play him a tune and he would understand. But these guys, all I can do is do a worried little hum under my breath. And I don't think it's going to help us. Just hum the Indiana Jones theme. It'll, you know, I I can do that. Either that I, or taps. I can, I can attest hum taps too. That uh, 
singing the theme from Superman while you're moving a king size mattress does help you get it into the truck. Oh, nice. Okay. And music while you're trying to and run or something does affect how fast yeah, you move. And I could do chariots of fire. I, well, yeah. as, as, as Sisson and I found out humming, it also helps you put a mattress into a bathroom as well. <laughs> Was that your secret? <laughs> that and a lot of swearing. <laughs> oh my. Oh, cool. Do our characters know any swear words? It's the eighties. Of course we do. Well, Billy does for sure. <laughs> Sesame Street. <laughs> Joe Mar might know some, but he'd have a hard time actually saying them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Cody. How does yeah, your crowd I mean, figure in? Mine's straightforward. I think I I'm fighting this robot. All right. Extra fighty. Extra fighty to help all those all those poor people who are beating each other up upstairs. Yeah, I've I've never seen my mom crawling around on her hands and knees like a animal before. That's disturbing. That's I'll blame the robot for it, sure. <laughs> and Billy. Mm-hmm. Is this going to help you get any money? If I can get any pieces off of this robot and sell it back to the loot people, payday. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Salvage time. <laughs> that takes us to 11. All right, Cody, you're the only one at the moment who's only got one success on your dice. Yeah. Would you like to spend luck? Yeah. All right. So you get to roll the entire thing over again. Sweet. Ooh. Oh. I have one more luck point, though, so I'm going to burn that again. Yep. Now's the time for it. it That'll do. Yeah. Okay. So your plan is going off without a hitch. See, Billy's got the first part of it. So describe what happens from your perspective. I make my way to the other tunnel, looking back and forth to make sure that I don't get seen by the robots and there's nothing else down that way. I walk down to as far down as I can. Well, as far down as I think that the noise from the radio will still reach the room over the noise of the water and the machinery. Place it on the ground. I make sure the volume is turned on high. And then I make my way back to the group. Okay. Now, Kevin, you're the one who has to actually make some noise. I take a moment to do a little air guitar and then proceed. (laughs) Tell me what happens next. Okay. So I'm the one doing the call on the walkie-talkie and talking, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, pound the call button a couple times and then, uh, well, I mean, I'm under stress. I start singing the national anthem. Yes. All right, the Star-Spangled Banner echoes around eerily in the halls, uh, somewhat incongruously. (laughs) And as soon as the noise starts up, both robots detach from their charging stations, move out toward the middle of the room. Uh, Yin's head turns left and right, and it finally zeroes in on the noise, and it goes jogging off down the hall. Yong goes just to the entrance, so Yin's charged off over there. And so I think Yen is actually a big fan of Jimi Hendrix. Cody's got all the light there, apparently. Yeah, and when he hears the national, when he hears Star Spangled Banner going off, he's like, "This does not sound like the solo part." <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to go find out who is messing it up. All right. So then, the robots have taken off. 
Oh, and they went down a different corridor. Okay. All right. So they've moved. I'm scuttlebutt polo straight across this room to the northwest to um, try to get to that cable and and try to pull that cable. Right. So this is a huge green cable, about as big around as your as your forearm. Yeah. And it yeah. comes down out of the ceiling, and there's a a panel on this control station that's been opened up, and it's been plugged directly into the the power source that's supposed to be operating that control panel. Okay. Uh, um, is there a coupler, uh, a, like a lock and a coupler on it into the into the the panel? Right. Or yeah. You got to something... like unscrew the things uh, a few times so that you can. Okay. Uh, pull I'm, I'm gonna out. I'm gonna do what I can to like get this thing going. Right. In the meantime, Yin is really booking it down that tunnel. So, you know, you, you probably don't have a whole lot of time before it comes back. So, Cody, you set your trap. Yeah, I'm moving over here, right? Yep. Kevin's probably got the other end of it. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I've got this, Kevin. Just hold on really tight. Uh, I think of an 80s song about holding on. <laughs> I'm just, just trying to decide what to do now. I'm t- I'm torn okay. between going over and helping pull those cables out or backing up the guys in case the robot comes back. But I'm also seeing these control panels and getting really curious. All right. So eventually Yin discovers the walkie-talkie, figures out this is not a person, and he comes charging back down the other direction. Yang, Yang hasn't gotten very far, and when it sees Yin coming back, it turns around and starts coming back toward you. But... He's not very fast, so Yin jumps straight over him and charges into the room. Cody, describe what happens when Yin enters the room. Uh, all right, so I yank on the first rope, trying to bring it up to just below his knee height and flip him over. Um, and then as he falls down, I want to try to get a loop around his arm so that I can control his drill arm. Ah, good thinking. Oh. So you got his arm. Uh, Kevin's keeping tension on the other end of the rope, I presume. Uh, Jomar oh, yeah. is still working on that cable. That leaves Billy free. Billy is uh, seeing that the robot is um, is now partially wrangled. Is going to take the baseball bat out of his backpack. Say. Say hello to my little friend, and is going to use force, uh, use force, and take a swing uh, right at this thing's head. All right, you don't actually need to make a roll because you've already succeeded at the extended trouble. Uh, it turns out that Yin's shiny white surface is plastic, and uh, you mash it good. Little bits of electronic parts, like kind of spurt out from his head and scattered. They would scatter across the floor, except you don't really have a floor here. You've got a grate, so they drop down into the into the water. I kind of feel really bad uh, now. <laughs> me too. <laughs> it was man all along. <laughs> <laughs> but right on Yin's heels comes Yang, and uh, it's a little box with little caterpillar treads on it, so it's not probably going to be tripped up by a rope quite as easily. Uh, Jomar, you've got that cable unhooked now. You want to okay. join the fight and contribute? Yes, I do. Um, now, do I just 
toss it off to the side or do I get to drop it down through the grate or what? Uh, whatever you like. Okay. I'm going to try to like drop it down into the grate so it, it can't be pulled up very easily. And then okay. I'll, I'll book it over to the guys. All right. So let's see. Yin's smushed over there. So would not Yang get caught up in the wreckage of Yin in front of him? Uh, Yin's not really that big and it's kind of a wide corridor. So Yang okay. is able to man- okay. maneuver around him. Uh, okay. He's extended his shocker arm and is headed to- toward Kevin. Okay. Water balloons. We need water balloons. We got to have water balloons. Charm it, Kevin. Charm it. <laughs> Actually, this is a perfect opportunity probably for Kevin's water balloons or his, his, uh, squirter thing. Sing some Billy Joel at it. <laughs> I'm moving uh, out. This is, <laughs> he's about to be moving out of his life. <laughs> yeah. I totally am spraying him. Okay. though. Uh, as soon as the water hits that shocker arm, it causes a little bit of, sh- of a short and yawn, kind of like is, is is jerking a little bit and isn't moving forward quite as smoothly. And Jomar, that arm looks a little delicate, actually. Yep, I'm going to hit with the... Uh, I'm going to take a good swing at it uh, from using my right arm as my, my basis, and I'm going to swing up towards it to the left hoping to knock it out of the park with that paddle. <laughs> okay. Uh, so your nice uppercut swing not only smashes that arm back, but also knocks it on its side and a few feet down the hallway. <laughs> well, all right. We came, we saw, we kicked their butts. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. And I presume uh, Billy is collecting whatever circuit boards or whatever he can from Yin. <laughs> I'm, there's some nice filth over here. <laughs> I'm sure I could do something with a drill arm. Oh, there you go. Got yourself a nice high-speed drill. Got to find a way to affix it to your own arm so you can be like uh, Bruce Campbell. Groovy. Actually, after he does that, Billy's going to um, uh, he's, he's going to grab a few choice bits, but he's then going to take a look at these screens. Okay, they are uh, big, heavy cathode ray tubes. Nice. Uh, they're showing some kind of power monitoring readout. One of the, the the lines is like all the way down at zero because it's apparently been unplugged from something. Most of it you can't really make head, heads or tails out of. It's, it's arcane to you. And I'm kind of curious when I see Billy go over to that screen. Um, I think I noticed another screen over here, so I'd like to go over and just... Speak yes. at it. See I what, look at it up. and I scratch my chin and I nod and say, yes, yes. It's exactly as I suspected. I don't understand any of this. <laughs> and it's pretty much the same story on that, that other screen. There's something about cycles per second and megajoules, but you don't have any idea what it Does it say anything to. about gigawatts? No. Mine doesn't say anything about gigawatts. What's a megajoule, guys? <laughs> I think, I, I think, uh, I think like the Queen of England has that on her crown. Oh, okay. Cool. Righteous. <laughs> hey, Billy, can I can I borrow some of your gum? He pulls out the uh the the, the bag of Bigly Chew. <laughs> I got you, man. All right. I grab a big old handful and I get I chew it up and get a real nice nasty ball of gum 
and I walk over to where the cable was plugged in and glom that onto <laughs> one of the contacts yes. there. Once that dries, it should prevent anybody from reconnecting this in a hurry. <laughs> anybody bring any soda pop? Oh, I feel like I would have brought a can of Coke. <laughs> yeah, Coke will work with my pop rocks. I'm gonna pour it on one of those. I'm gonna that control panel that uh, Cody just messed up. You know, gonna, I, I, put I, heard, I heard that's in. what happened at that Russian place, Chernobyl. I heard the exact same thing happened. Someone poured <laughs> someone poured Coke and pop rocks on Dude, the panel. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, sounds legit. <laughs> Those Russians will stop at nothing. <laughs> go big or go home, right? All right, so wow, so we definitely okay. We we probably should go un. Petty vandalism. We probably should go over and unplug the other, the other plug. Was there oh, two of them? Plugs. Weren't there? <laughs> no, there was just the one. I thought it was just the one. Oh, okay, I thought there. All was right, two. so are we, are we like uh, are we outs outsies here? It sounds like it. You've done all the things that you needed to do. Billy's just had a, yeah. for, for kicks and giggles, he's just going to take a peek down this hallway, see if he sees anything interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, it's more dank and dark hallway, cables on the mm-hmm. walls, an emergency telephone every so often. Yep. I've seen this movie. Right. I'm going to turn back. <laughs> yeah, we better, <laughs> we better get this stuff back to the store before... Uh... The police wake back up. You know, and, considering uh, we just saved the town, though, I think we could at least we get there. store credit. <laughs> I like the idea. But yeah, no. We... I left their water on, though. Dang it, Joe Mar, Dude. <laughs> no, that's Kevin. <laughs> Dang it, Kevin. <laughs> Always something. All right, man. Let's head out. All right. So back up on the surface. Uh, do you guys want to check out the Aaron site again? Yeah, just to see what happened. Has anything happened to any family members or anything? Yeah. What are they doing? Let's what can see. We see? So you, you ride your bikes back down that direction. You pass by the Echosphere on your way, and there's no signs of Isaac anymore. He seems to have gone somewhere else. And when you get back to the Aaron, it looks like everybody's already gone home. Uh, there's scattered filth, but everybody has taken all of their clothing and accoutrements and cars and skedaddled eventually you get back to town and let's start with uh cody all right so you get back home and uh your parents door is closed but they're definitely in there all right uh jomar uh you head straight back home yeah i i'm since everybody's disappeared, I'm curious about my sister. So I'll, right. I will be wanting to go back and see if she showed up at the house. Uh, she did. Uh, you go back in and your parents are beaming and hugging her and holding on to her and don't seem to want to let her let her out of their sight. And she sees you says, oh, uh, hi. Hi, Jomar. How are, how are you doing? How are you doing? Hey, Chris, I'm doing. How are, how am I? How are you doing? Are you oh. OK? You, you know, I'm I'm fine. Everything's good. Well, I'm I'm glad to have you back. Uh, was I gone? That did I go somewhere? Mom and Dad are acting really weird. Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah. Um, we we probably we should probably talk sometime. And but it's just good to have you home. 
No, well, whatever. Okay. Aww. Let's jump forward just a day. And we're back at school. And remember those bullies from the beginning? Yeah. Jason, oh, yeah. Chad, and Chris, and Eric. Yeah. So, I remember hearing about it. <laughs> so Billy's headed into one of his classes, and he's kind of chatting with Kevin because they didn't really get to know each other too well before all of this went down. And uh, Jason Stanford comes along behind and kicks one of Billy's uh, feet so that it hooks on the back of his his ankle, and he, he kind of trips a little bit. How do you respond? Um, Kevin's like, what's what's going on here? Mind your business, shrimp. I stand back up and I look the dude up and down and say, does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? <laughs> wow. Let, let me explain right uh, now, buddy. Let me use small words to make sure that you understand. Do you know you are stupid? He does that thing where he, he, he kind of shoves you with his fingertip on the shoulder and says, man, I'm watching you, buddy. I'm watching you, buddy. Really? That's the best you can come up with? Ladies and gentlemen, let's give him a hand. He just used all of his big words for the day. Woo! Well done. Well done. <laughs> just so you know, next time you get on the short bus, we're rooting for you, champ. He doesn't seem to know how to deal with uh, the scorn being heaped upon him. And he just kind of tilts his head a little bit says, Whatever, man, and he walks away. Yeah. Keep walking, Nancy boy. Keep walking. <laughs> a lot of the other kids in the in the hallway are now laughing at him. I look at Kevin. Okay. Smiling on say, Don't start none. Won't be none. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's just kinda like in shock at what his new his new friends like. <laughs> Impressed. All right. We've got some questions for you all now. I should have offered this opportunity at the end of the previous two uh, scenarios, but if there's anything about your personality that you want to adjust, like your your pride, your problem. Oh, that's what your problem, short on money, not your pride. You still haven't filled out your pride, James. Then you may do that. Uh, you can even change out your iconic item if you like. Um, I'm going to keep it. I like it. For my pride, though. I think that this moment right here would make a really great one. All right. Can you encapsulate that in a few words? Made a bully walk away in shame. All right. Um, and now, experience points. Everybody gets one point for participating in the scenario. And then, see. Kevin, were you in trouble because of your problem or relationships? Uh, no, not <laughs> Well, I mean... No. Kind of got pulled into it just from being friends, but not really. Yeah, you didn't really have the opportunity. Uh, did you use or struggle with your pride? You did use your pride. I mean, I you used were... my pride. <laughs> at some point, did you put yourself at risk for the other kids? I mean, they could have teased me pretty bad about the singing. <laughs> yeah, I guess you put your uh, self-esteem at risk for a... Young guy, that's a big deal. I'll count it. And did you learn anything yeah, new from your experience? The um, based on 
uh, I guess I learned that the adults really, they may be more susceptible to stuff than we are. So Kevin's trust in everybody is slowly eroding away. <laughs> All right. And I didn't say this clearly, and James hasn't been through this before. For each of these questions that you can answer yes to, then that's worth an experience point. So then Jomar. Yep. Were you in trouble because of your problem or relationships this game? <sighs> Probably my relationships. Can you there was specific? potential trouble. Hmm? Uh, I would say that probably the the whole thing around your your sister was probably qualifies. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I can. So that's one for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you use or struggle with your pride? I uh, would have loved to have used my pride, but I didn't struggle with it nor use it. Well, you didn't have the opportunity to apply it to a die roll, but remember that scene at the very beginning. Uh, when you were in band class? Oh, yes, I do remember that. I think that qualifies. Okay, all right. Did you put yourself at risk for the other kids? Yes, I did. Running over to um, pull that cable and focus on getting it out of the wall. And driving yeah. a car when you weren't quite qualified. Driving, to driving to save my friends from the adults that had gone mad, yes. <laughs> And have you learned anything new through this experience? I have. I think I have learned a little bit more of how to deal with my problem because I don't, I don't think, I think what I'm learning every time I'm with these guys and girl, uh, I don't need to worry about being cool enough to fit in. I just, I just need to be a friend and, and, and be the, be there with them. <laughs> All right. Cody. Yeah. Were you in trouble because of your problem or your relationships? Uh, I'm trying to remember back. Our conversation with Miss Doretta, was that last session or was that in the last adventure? Uh, yeah, that was, that was part of this scenario. Okay. Because I think that was that was part of my problem, right? I couldn't really... I couldn't really uh, commit because of my dad, but I didn't want to like say that I couldn't. Yeah, sure. Uh, the risk of, of disappointing somebody that, that you really want to kind of be a mentor to you. Yep. Okay. Uh, did you use or struggle with your pride? Oh you yeah. Definitely used it. <laughs> yeah. I think I was in a couple of fights, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, although that first one was more somebody uh, coming at you rather than you that's standing true. up to somebody. Uh, you definitely put yourself at risk with the, uh, mm -hmm. standing out in front of those robots. Yeah. And have you learned anything new? I learned that, um, troublemakers aren't, uh, aren't always the enemy. Sometimes they can make an unlikely ally. Okay. So, and Billy. even if they go a little too far, maybe with, uh, ransacking stores, you know, stealing bubble gum. Some, some bridges are I, I just I put all far. that stuff back and I, oh, and he owes me for the chewing yeah. gum anyway. So. At least he didn't want to burn the place down, right? Dang right. <laughs> That's right. You did sweep up the parking lot, dude. All right. 
Were you in trouble because of your um, uh, problem or your relationships? Let's see. Yeah. Um, when I saw that uh, Mr. Masters was one of the people who was uh, hypnotized, I, I wanted to help him out. I didn't want to just leave him there to get you know hurt or worse. He's been one of, you know someone one of the right. one of the only people in this town who's been decent to me. Did you use or struggle with your pride? No, that'd be a no. You didn't really have a pride at the beginning of the session, but uh, I think that realization and that whole arc that you had, well, that mm-hmm. that arc that you had, but from the from the bullies at the beginning to the bully at the end, uh, and getting your the comeuppance, cool, verbally, uh, I think that qualifies. So that's where the point. And did you put yourself at risk for the other kids? Yes. By going down the hallway, planting the radio, and uh, taking the uh, taking a swing at the uh, at the at the plastic bot. And have you learned anything new? Yes, that there are actually several hundred robots out there. That worries me a lot. Why isn't it worrying all of you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't learn that. Um, there are more good people in this town than I thought there were. And, uh, and for the first time in a long time, I found out, you know what? Maybe it's okay to have friends. Okay. I'm hearing the Toy Story song. (laughs) Yeah, I've kind of got a friend in me. (laughs) That happened to me, too. Yeah. (laughs) Got a friend in me. And that is the end of Grown Up Attraction. All right. Woo. So. I have a question. Uh huh. What's the current status of Miss Peabody? Uh, Miss Peabody is still alive and giving color commentary on your comic comic book reading. Uh, so she still has the chip right now, right? Yep. She still has the so chip. She still talks. Can I make that uh, Kevin's new problem? Sure. It's getting that chip treated before she passes away. Ah, okay. All right, so in that case, we'll say that she's a looking a little sickly, uh, and there's there's some inflammation uh, along her stitches. Wait, so is she doing good until I mentioned it? Yes. Well, it's got to be a problem, so. <laughs> See what I you did? You, you were just going to have her die one day. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually... It's a I, problem now. I actually was thinking about uh, having her last through the next scenario and then dying at the end of it. But if she's going to be your problem, then she'll stick around a little longer. We're never going to leave a pigeon or man behind. <laughs> That's the spirit. Um, is she more of a DC or Marvel person right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, presuming she knows like one of their names. Oh, Batman, right? Because of the... <laughs> Not Hawkman. Wow. No, she doesn't like Hawkman at all. He's scary. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's probably really uh, fa- really fond of Black Canary. Oh, oh, there we go. Nice. <laughs> I always leave a Black Canary issue next to her perch. She likes about half of Hawk and Dove. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any Marvel characters. <laughs> oh, uh, Falcon. 
Oh, Mockingbird? Oh, Falcon's not going to be good. Yeah, Falcon and Hawkeye are probably both right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Brian, is there an opportunity that I could uh, uh, have this problem, in a sense, now that I've learned more of where I am in in this, that I think I'm developing another problem, Mm -hmm. and it has something to do with what I've experienced with the guys and gal since we started together uh is this an opportunity to change something like that yeah absolutely okay. and if i might uh make a recommendation yes. uh your blue comb hasn't really seemed to play into circumstances very much if you wanted to change for a new iconic item oh that would be a good idea yeah because you know when you're like running away from things that could kill you uh, your hair doesn't really factor in because <laughs> you need to survive. So yeah, I, I, I think I'll consider that as well. And next week we begin chapter three, creatures from the Cretaceous. Ooh. Okay. All right, Brian, I think I've got, I think I've got a pretty good um, evolving problem now. So I think what I'm learning is, uh, you know, I'm not, um, I've got a one in tech, so I'm not really good at tinkering, and um, I I don't have anything in programming. Uh, and as much as I I like Mogu, I think she's she's like super awesome and uh, really cool and all that. Um, I've got a growing mistrust of technology. I, I'm I'm thinking that maybe we really don't need we don't really need technology to to help us live. Going back to acoustic <laughs> guitars, eh? Yeah, I think, I, and I'm changing my yeah, I'm changing my um, my blue comb for my drumsticks. Uh, uh, we're going to go right. acoustic, man. <laughs> this has been episode five of the Quantum Childhood Actual Play Podcast, Grown Up Attraction Part Two. The music for this episode is Plato's Cave by Al Ra, generously provided by the YouTube No Copyright Music Library. The Tales from the Loop RPG is based on the art of Simon Stallenhog and uses the Year Zero game engine. More episodes of Quantum Childhood and of the Geek at Arms podcast can be found at geekatarms.com.